0: Hi there. So glad to be back with you, Matt. I'm Nicole Brewster. I'm the president and CEO of Renforth Resources. We trade on the CSE, RFR and uh, OTCQB as RFHRF. Um, As you know, Renforth has several assets in the province of Quebec. Our flagship is our Parbec open pit gold deposit contiguous to the Canadian Millardic mine sitting on the Cadillac break, which is Canada's most productive gold structure And we have our very exciting Ceramo district property, which is 260 square kilometers with six different polymetallic occurrences, several gold occurrences. And most importantly, uh, Victoria West, which is a five kilometer long VMS Ultramafic, which gives us nickel, copper, and zinc. And uh, we drilled it earlier this year and we're awaiting results. So lots going on. We're funded. We're being patient with the lab. We're, We're slow to get our assays. But they're coming. So happy to talk to you today about what's happening with Remforth.
1: Well, Nicole, welcome back. You know, it's February since we uh, we yeah February we spoke in February long time ago. Uh, so wanted a quick catch up with you because um, obviously the market's kind of a funny funny place at the moment. And given that you've got your gold projects and you have kind of got your battery metals project, I want us to catch up and see how you're playing the market. So um, if you don't mind, um, can we start with Parback? What's happening there? It seems. Very slow, you put out a few results, but you know we're not seeing the kind of big picture coming together because you were very clear about your strategy with me last time there, right? So just remind people what the strategy is and tell us what you've done since February on Parbeck.
0: Fair enough. So the strategy hasn't changed. As we talked about in February, we drilled a total of more than 15000 meters between the winter and the fall last year, uh, 48 drill holes I believe offhand, but in any case, 10 still to report to the public. Um, we don't have complete assays for them as yet, we have partial assays. I expect we will complete all those holes before the end of September. Two tranches probably of press releases um, and that'll, that'll bring the disclosure to a close on Parbeck. Parbeck, I still re- regard as an asset we will likely monetize. Um, as a junior exploration company, we explore, we prove the asset and then we monetize the asset. And we would deploy those funds um, towards, you know, proving up other assets. Same thing we did with uh, New Alger. We sold New Alger. We put the money into uh, Parbeck. History should repeat itself. However, COVID has um, just destroyed the lab turnaround in uh, Canada, and uh, we're waiting on assays, um, which kind of puts a spanner in the works, right? Like we, it slows everybody down, um, but that should resolve itself shortly. Serumol, before, before,
1: at- before you let me let me ask Actually- a few questions before you jump into Serumol. Okay, far um, back, the the idea there is to do enough work on it to make it interesting enough to some of your neighbours. Must be right, right? Some big names, some big balance sheets there, and as a bolt on to one of their projects, that's way more interesting than say you trying to develop it. So that's why you say you will monetize it. That's what you mean, isn't it?
0: that's what i mean i mean going forward to become a developer very small scale producer is not in the best interest of Rem4 shareholders it would be a dilutive trend it would be a dilutive process anyway you cut it um but the asset has ore sitting on it it's got you know it's at surface it's um it's easily exploited, especially by people with have which have that expertise. We're good at boots on the ground exploration, not building a mine. The program we did had three targets. It had um, it was meant to infill holes within the model, which were literally section lines that had not been drilled. We did that. Or spaces between, you know, shallow and deep holes just to resolve the distance. That has impact on a resource because it allows you to carry the mineralization through what had been a gap. It shows continuity. We were doing some down dip testing, meaning drilling deeper holes, is what down dip testing means. And um, we did that. We got gold, which is great. And then we also, most interestingly, were twinning the historic holes. These were left out of the May 2020 resource. Thirteen thousand meters worth of data was left out of the May 2020 resource. So. That resource was only based on 27,000 meters of drill data at best. Um, and we're going to bring 15,000 plus the old 13,000 back to bear. So we've, we've, we've done a good job on parbec. We've opened the door to a lot of drill targets that, you know, say we don't monetize parbec today. Say we end up monetizing parbec in six months or whatever, It'll sit in the ground nicely, the gold won't rust, um, and we could always go back and drill some of our additional targets, but that is not our plan. It is, to, it is to let it sit until such time as we monetize it. And in the interim, we do have other financial assets we could draw on without diluting um, shareholders.
1: Okay. So that's, that's really clear because I want to be able to kind of park this up as an, a future monetization event, but it's an outlier at the same time because sermo is what you want to talk about and what I want to focus on too. So no, once you've got these assay results and you, you, you incorporate all this drill data together and say, right, that's enough for one of these big guys looking in to get a very good sense of what's here. The grades are good so far. Um, and we don't need to spend another dime on that. Park it up, right?
0: Mid- right. De minimis costs. You know, d- Declining returns for Renforce. For sure. Right?
1: Perfect. Oh. Okay, so that's the plan with that. Real real simple. I also noticed you divested something to A 3 Mining as well, which again, is that just clearing the decks?
0: Just clearing the decks. Um, O2 owned 80%, O three 3 rather, owned uh, 80% of that asset. We would have been a participating 20%, not in control, having to contribute financially. There was really no we sense. sold it to them for a resi- you know the residual interest for an amount of money and some shares so we're still exposed to any future success they may have at that property with the equity
1: okay fine um right so let's get on to the the, the main course here which is uh, suramo okay so polymetallic vms should be interesting I look at your share price no one's paying attention why is that
0: few things. There's no data out there. The only data in the public domain is three little baby, uh, it, we could call them pack sack. It wasn't pack sack drilling, but it was a very small scale drill holes um, just plonked in the ground based on visuals on surface, really. Um, wildly successful. We drilled right into sulfides and stayed in sulfides and then we broke the drill. That's where it wasn't successful. Um, but we did get, we got nickel. We got nickel, copper, zinc, uh, along with the visible, the visible mineralization, which pointed out the uniqueness of Surmo. Surmo is standing up to the Utukampu model, which Dr. Franklin gave us, which is fundamentally layman's language, two different mineralizing events occurring at the same place, but at different times. So, and I don't know, we will have, believe me, we will have academics figure this out, but the VMS was there and the ultramafic came in, or the ultramafic was there, the VMS came in. What we see with the mineralization is a nickel phase. So an ultramafic phase, which is nickel um, and a bit of cobalt. And we see the VMS, which is copper and zinc, or zinc and copper. Um, We've done no platinum palladium group testing, which should be associated with the ultramafic. That's a question mark for later. But well, we see two distinct zonings, a mineralization, and we see a mixing zone um, where one melted the other fundamentally. Super exciting, completely unique in Canada. Um, this, is, this is already attracting interest. When I speak to bankers and the such about Parbec, they're kind of like, yeah, 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 okay, Parbec. Let's, let's get through Parbec. Talk to me about Surmo. So the assays are coming in. We drilled, what was it, 3,500 meters with 15 holes and then we went back because we couldn't get our permit for our other property. We went back and did another four holes and for a thousand meters or 800 meters, Um, 800 meters, anyway, the assay results are all coming. They're coming in, they're going to Dr. Franklin who along with our team of advisors because he's not the only geologist, I did lay out the number of eyeballs on this in a previous press release. But Dr. Franklin is tracking the assays as they come in. We're doing full element analysis um, and he's tracking the geochemistry. He's an expert in the VMS exploration and set the doctrine for how to do it. So he's the perfect guy to be um, advising us. And the nickel's a new wrinkle, but it's an exciting wrinkle given that everybody needs it. We're with road access and hydroelectric power on the property. And we only drilled two point two kilometers of five kilometers of known mineralization.
1: So, so, so the the drill broke. What, what have you done about that one? Stop drilling. Oh, well, that's
0: a little drill. <laughs> We're trying to support a small businessman who who is trying to put a unique drill product together. So he got some drilling done. He's super cost effective, so it's not a it's not a risky proposition for us. The thirty five hundred meters was drilled with a conventional big NQ drill um the smaller one was a tracked drill um it's not ultimately what's clear though is it's not going to be able to go deep enough for us we're going to go deep for all we're on surface and he he can do some surface work for us um when we drilled he drilled four holes after our 3500 meter program two of them hit their target visually in that they gave us a Stronger tenor or more visible mineralization with um, calc- uh, copper stringers and, and visible uh, pentlandite. Um, he got a bit deeper in the mineralized zone, but that was it. However, it's clear by those two results where the mineralization got more robust with depth, we're going to be going deep with this. this okay. is not-
1: so back to conventional drilling. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: When? when 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 new drilling or when old drilling the old drilling was done in may um new drilling so the plan the plan was Surimo. i did announce we're going to do stripping we do have our permit for that we're lining up the contractors we're going to strip about 600 meters between two of our fences of the drill holes we did in may um we're stripping between two outcrops, which are about 30 meters apart. And then we're going to extend a long strike. Um, we're going to chip a much bigger area and that may lead to some additional outcrop discoveries. We'll see, we want to see fresh rock. So that's the first thing we're doing. We're going to, we're going to commence that anytime now. And then we stop for high powered rifle hunting season, which is the beginning of October. Um, we we're not gonna. There's no reason to inconvenience everyone who hunts f- for food by being in the woods for the three weeks they have for their rifle season. Uh, we're gonna fly some detailed drone geophysics. Um, the the mineralization is is, is sulfides, so it does give us a magnetic signature. Uh, we're gonna fly lower and tighter with the drone. Um, that'll take place later this fall. We will. I envision the by the end of September, we'll have Parback dealt with and and it'll do what it'll do. acid assay, assays are going to take a bit longer to come out, partly because once the entire data set's available, it's going to Dr. Franklin to do what he does. So realistically, the market's not going to see those assays until later this fall. Once we have them, we'll also have Dr. Franklin and the rest of the team opining on vectoring in for drilling. We feel we're in the VMS stringer system. Um and in the ultra So we're going to try and vector in a bit better. Um, but we will also, we only drilled off 2.2 kilometers of five kilometers of mineralization within the Victoria West showing. So we will be doing some drilling along strike. And to answer your question in the most long winded way humanly possible. Thank you. <laughs> late fall. Late,
1: late fall. Probably. Late fall. Okay. Late fall. Okay. So, but, but talk to me about. How you approach it, you describe the type of company you are. How do you approach this? Because VMS is expensive, right? So you're doing some trenching, do a bit more drilling. You're okay. You talk about being self-funded, but in, in, in your presentation, you talk about one and a half, seven, 1.7 million cash. I get you've got security of, of I don't know, somewhere around four million. Okay. So the, the, there's some money there, but do you just allocate that to Serumo, given you've got no other concerns that you need to spend money on at the moment? And say, we'll take it through to I don't know, Q2 next year, and then we better start finding a strategic partner. Because it, it gets punchy, right? And if I look at 18 right. million, 20 million market cap company, that's hard to raise cheap capital to kind of move it forward. So what's the plan? No, it's
0: it's punishing to raise cheap capital. And I mean, I'm a large shareholder, I have no interest in unduly diluting shareholders or diluting shareholders just because I keep getting offered um, money, which I am. I keep saying no. Um, I have to be careful how I say no because you don't want to burn bridges, but I say no. Um, so really, if we are successful in monetizing parback in the shorter term, that's going to inject a significant amount of capital, which is going to push your timeline out further.
1: Sure, sure. Point Say, one. So, 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 so point one. Uh, is, are there any serious discussions on power back? Have you got people doing diligence? Have you got people on the ground? Yes. You have. Okay. And these, are these. would they be from any of the surrounding companies or are we talking financiers who will, I don't know how they work?
0: You know, I can't really tell you, but there, there, it's a mixed bag. You can ask, you can always ask and it's the only way to get kissed is by asking, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, the uh it's a mixed bag financial types developer you know small mid-tier producers that sort of thing there's definitely interest out there uh will they come to a table with something that makes sense time will tell and if it's not today i'm pretty damn sure it'll happen you know what we cannot control is the timeline and it's a funny place for me because it's funny for me. I mean, I'm entrepreneurial. I, I take risk without considering it risky because it's the environment I live in. But the bigger companies, they operate totally differently. They operate on their timeline, so I can't speak to the timelines. There's definitely interest. It's a slow-moving train. It is a slow-moving train. But you, here's the two
1: options you seem to have, or they certainly you're outlining. It says one: if we get a sale and power back, you know, it's good times. We can we can allocate that to Ceremo. Um and it allows to do go further down that that track. And I create more value and then hopefully get more value for Surmo if we if there's a monetizing event there. But the problem with Powerback is you've done what you've done and now it's kind of sit back and wait for someone to, you know, catch your eye or to put it put an offer in. And you don't know whether it's this side of Christmas, next year, or the year after. That's the problem there. So more likely is you're gonna to have to do it with the cash you've got today and either Cash in the securities to, to 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 continue to fund that, or you will have to take slightly more expensive money, or money that you don't necessarily want to take now to move it forward. So th- those are the two options on the table, aren't they?
0: Correct. And there are different. There are also different permutations of if we fund, if we need to fund, what does us what does Renforth funding look like? The securities is one option, as you correctly state. Um, the other option. Uh, I'm speaking to another scientist um, who's got a. in the, in the kind of uh, mining space. Um, there's government money available. There's government money to advance critical and strategic assets, both from the government of Quebec, which just announced a program which has a four year um, window and some very specific criteria, but there's federal money available as well. Governments around the world have acknowledged the, a few things about the critical and strategic metals. So to be clear, nickel, copper and zinc are all either critical or strategic for infrastructure, EV pivoting, just making company, countries run. Around the world, if we look at the macro events, we're seeing um, borders rise. We're seeing countries are less friendly with each other. China's gobbling up raw material around the world. Governments are becoming aware of this. We saw the Canadian government block the TMAC, um, the original TMAC deal. Um, now, they didn't want the Chinese in our Arctic, but as well, they don't want the Chinese to have all of our natural resource. We're a natural resource country. So there's some keep it at home and start to fund it at home. Um, the capital markets, the retail capital markets really have not stepped into the funding space yet. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. You'll start to see what you're starting to see in Europe specifically specific to the battery metals issue is you're seeing the end users stepping down the food chain and investing in the battery development, the raw materials delivery contracts industry is going to fund itself is what we're starting to see happen in Europe far greater battery capacity in Europe acknowledgement to the fact that the further you have to move these resources, the more expensive it gets. So a battery, a, you know, a gigafactory in France is really hoping that there's a near Europe solution for the raw materials. They don't want to be buying it from, you know, Southern Africa if they don't have to. So North America is behind behind the stream on the, the EV build-out, but we're still going to need copper, nickel, zinc for that world. And we're going to need those assets Within proximity to where the batteries are being built, which is basically the central United States. I get it, Nicole. So but what do do you do?
1: What do you do now? Because those things take a long time to happen. They they manifest over a period of time, right? What do you do now? You got this problem not problem today, you got this opportunity today, you got the money you got today, and you gotta work out when you bring in a strategic partner, if you bring in a strategic partner, or how do you fund it yourself?
0: Right. If a strategic partner comes in, which I do think is what's going to happen, to be clear, that's where that meandering answer was going, um, they'll come in once it's evidence that the asset is real has and has scale to it.
1: Great. So w- I do when think- does that happen? Because that's a timeline that you can drive. Because you can go hard, hot and heavy with cash and bring that time forward, or you've got to you know, be a, a cognizant of what the market's doing at the moment, which is it's a little bit... A little bit is, sloshy,
0: right? yeah. So we, we drive the timeline by getting our initial results out. Uh, and there will be additional drilling. Um, and I do think, I do think that uh, we will start to get noticed on the basis of Suramo. Um, I do think that'll also start to eventually affect the share price. We'll come into a world of tears with regard to nickel or VMS. No VMS discoveries to speak of, no nickel discoveries to speak of. Um, Once the share price writes itself, will I have to eat my words about funding? Perhaps, but it won't be as expensive to shareholders and it'll allow the shareholders who aren't happy with that reality to exit. But no, we've got to all put on our, you know, our big boy, big girl panties and say, no, a VMS is a big beast and it's an expensive beast. It's a beast that has to be fed. We're not there yet. That's not happening in the next three to six months. We're going to piddle along and get our assays out and try to vector into seeing the deposit, refining our geophysics, um, and just really opening the door a bit wider on Victoria West. But hell yeah, it's a 260 square kilometer property. It's freaking huge. Six different areas of mineralization. You could build a mine in the middle of it and just, or a processing facility in the middle of it and just mine the little pods. Even if the five kilometers of Victoria West isn't connected to the one kilometer of colony that's, you know, 14 kilometers to the east on the same trend, right? Who knows? Lots of question marks. But assays coming out, um, visibility in the space and additional drilling, I think we'll start to see it coming into the share price very interested bankers who acknowledge that I'm not going to fund the company at these levels for that asset. So, you know, it's time again, it's just time, but it's opportunity. Time gives you opportunity, right? We're under, we're under the radar and we're sitting on world-class battery metals assets. So ballsy words, I know, but the metal's there.